The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Fantastico episode of the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely typing Sharon. You're typing away like you're in typing class. Well, I was replying to an email. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, we didn't, the audience did not, and and me, did not mean to interrupt your work. Well, with with you, you know these are. lesser than important duties. Well, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Welcome everybody to the program. Uh, I'm Joel Mahalik, and over there on the typewriter, uh, aka what? the iPad, is the lovely. We haven't heard that term in a very long time. A lot of the older people, like older like us. We'll know what a typewriter is. But if you ask a child these days, they'll be like, what? And beautiful. What's that? Sharon. So, uh, <laughs> welcome to the program. Uh, we are located on the web at www.jmtalk.net. And we're also available to you on social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Uh, I will apologize now and probably a couple other times during the program. My voice may deteriorate because of the change of weather colds that we were graced with. And uh, so my voice is, you know. Well, that's good, actually. That's a wonderful thing. What's a wonderful thing? Getting a cold? No, losing your voice. (laughs) Because that means at 1 o'clock... You won't be able to say anything. Uh, well, I may not be saying anything today at 1 o'clock anyway. I know, it, right? Except, it sucks uh, so bad. Except a bunch of deleted expletives. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, that we're talking about the Beagles. The Eagles game. So, the anyway. Beagles game. Anyway, we are on, basically, Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Yes, it's Thanksgiving That's week. True. Who would have thunk this year has gone by so fast? It has. I mean, literally. Ridiculously fast. When the holidays come, people go, oh my God, I can't believe the holidays are here. Or it's almost Christmas. Where did it go? Where did it come from? But like this entire first year in our house is zipping by. I know. So quickly. Yes. And, and we didn't get done. anything we wanted to get done (laughs) anything we got some stuff done well we've only been here 10 months and i'm still painting it's all right (laughs) and i've only asked you since before we moved well as i tell you all the time i will get it done when you ask me to do it you don't have to remind me every six months i will get it done yes i know So, uh, yeah, so Thanksgiving's here, and uh, what I might do is dig out and reshare on all the social media, um, uh, Sean Goward, our culinary consultant who we haven't heard from in a while. um, Yeah, that's right. He uh, 
did a really great video on turkey uh, Thanksgiving preparation, actually. Right. So we will resurface that and get that out on all channels uh, this week. Also, just a quick mention, uh, sidebar, that we actually put, we, we, we always, we cannot always find a way to get content onto the TikTok. We always say we're a TikTok, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we got two videos up this week. Yes, we, did, we did. We, we did the Bark at Your Dog Challenge with uh, Molly. Yes. And then, uh, and then I actually, uh, I, I clipped out a piece of last week's show uh-huh. so people on TikTok can see just what they're missing. I know. So anyway, so yep. that's done. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so it's a short work week for many people as a lot of businesses are closed on Black Friday. And that's not for shopping purposes because I'll tell you. I go nowhere on Black Friday. You know, it's becoming less popular. I spoke with someone uh, last week who stated that she loved doing Black Friday shopping and, uh, you know, fighting over product and loved all that. However, she said this year, for the very first time in her life, she will not be Black Friday shopping. She will be online shopping. She said, I can't wait for Cyber Monday. And I said, well, you really don't have to wait for Cy- Cyber Monday because a lot of places are doing their Black Friday specials now. Yeah, a lot of them. And a lot of them they started are. like on November 1st. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly why. Because even retailers are realizing that uh, the online sales are what, are what get it. So, you know, traditionally, Black Friday was like, oh, we have to make our mark of people coming yeah, into the store. Right. This exactly. Was, and, and this was way before. COVID, right. Way before online. Oh, yeah, yeah. And COVID did change a lot of things. You know, there are still people who went to... Um, shopping online for their food and then they just stop and somebody packs the car up. You right. know what I mean? You shop and pay online. And so that's still popular. Pandemic, sort of over. And we still, when we go out to the market, we see a lot of workers that are still packing up, you know, shopping oh, lists yeah, yeah. from the online shopping. Yeah. We go to any store, even Wawa, how many times, you know, the Uber rack is still up. People are still yeah. rather have somebody bring them their food. So Well, the, you know why... All right, this is my theory. Are you done playing with your hair? No. No, I'm doing it. I am done. So anyway, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Um, Wait, where was I? Oh, I think that the reason people are doing it these days um, is because they're lazy. Well, yes. I mean, they've... They've been afforded the opportunity to be lazy, so therefore, or ergo, <laughs> they uh, yeah they're just going to sit in their car and be lazy. Well, and it and it does benefit some people though. There are some people that where if they if they're not as mobile, they cannot get around. They're disabled. They're well. These things do benefit, diff- but no, you're right. That's different. But you're right. Just like the unemployment benefits during the pandemic uh. has made lazy people, so has you know. So this whole delivery of everything has created two things. One, you got your, the people who are lazy, but it also created a lot of uh, self-employment. You know, a lot of people have gone into business 
being drivers for not just Uber. They'll, they'll drive for two right. or three services. Oh, yeah, yeah. And because they can make their own hours, they can say, well, I'm going to deliver this time and, and this and time or whatever. Hey, more power to them for doing that. But it's those who, since you brought up unemployment, excuse me, there are so many jobs out there available and people cannot get they can't hire people because nobody's applying. Mm-hmm. And nobody's applying because they're freaking lazy. Since. <clears throat> but the benefits are all but caught, cut off now. They Oh, they've, yeah, they've been cut off for a while. So you would think that, you know, you know un- unemployment would go down faster than it is. Yeah, but they're not because, you know, I think the first mistake the government made was saying, hey, we'll give you an extra 600 bucks a week. Yeah. An extra 600 bucks a week if you go on unemployment. Well, just remember, Ronald Reagan said the nine most dangerous words you'll ever hear is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> but, yeah, so... They, so, I mean, they need... To, they really do. And this isn't a political discussion. We're not no. going to get into it. But I have always said they need to get out of people's lives right do your part let us do our part exactly and uh but this big interruption with these additional benefits they really interrupted a major part of life in these united states which was the economy right you know and now we have all these jobs and not enough people seeking the jobs right and then i i suspect that the um food stamp program, the cash program, and the medical assistance. The medical assistance program, I don't consider something that people are trying to get because they don't want to work. No. Right. Um, But the food stamps and the cash, I do. And um, a lot of people, like when you go to apply for these things, They'll try, they'll tell you you have to go to the back to work program. Right. And a lot of people are saying, what? Yeah. No, no. Because they've become too complacent. Or they'll say, oh, okay. And they'll, they'll do their first couple, you know, ones or complete whatever it is they have to complete. Right. And not go get a job. So they can say, yeah, I did. Right. I did what, I, what you told me to do, and here I am still unemployed. Okay, so reeling it back into Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. I, I, no, I really don't even know where. <laughs> I was just thinking to myself as I was listening to you intently. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't not paying attention, but no, I, 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 I was also going, how the hell did we get here? So back to <laughs> Thanksgiving. we do that often. <laughs> One of the things I noticed, and, and we did this once, we always, we have always cooked. Yes. Okay, we have always cooked for Thanksgiving. One year, for your mother's benefit, because she asked us to, we went out, and it, and it was a wonderful dinner. Yeah, we went to uh, But we yeah. never did it again. Like, as much as you enjoyed it, you missed being that host, the person oh, I did. cooking. Yes, like, yes. As tired as you get. I do. This is what you like to do. Yeah. And uh, But another thing that's probably come out of this pandemic that I'm noticing is, like, that last week when we were scrambling to figure out the new scientific formula of algebra level three that you need to know in order, in order to figure out how to get your goddamn turkey from Acme. And it still doesn't work. <laughs> right, it still doesn't work. It has come to pass that even 
like we knew places would make you dinner and you can pick up Boston right. Market. Yeah. We you know, I know people I work with who go to Boston Market Thanksgiving every day. But even Acme will cook you a meal for two. Right. For like thirty dollars or something like that. And it's a Thanksgiving for two. It's all cooked up. All you gotta do is pick it up. Yeah, but maybe. they do it for more than two. Do they? All right, yeah. well I, that's the yeah. ad I saw. My right. p- my point is everybody will so there's so many options to not do the, and, and I guess what I'm getting at because it's that time of year and I get very nostalgic. I feel like tradition is being burned to the ground. Sure, sure. Burned to the ground. Right. And it's part of like the bigger picture is that is the America we remember, right? So the bigger picture is um, this. It's very much for the same reason when someone says, "Well, we need to." bring products all back to right. America. Yeah. You can't do that because right. we've shifted in the last couple of decades, we've shifted from a manufacturing country to a consumer-based economy. Everybody just wants, but they want it cheaper. Right. You know, you can't make things here anymore and get it for the price you're paying now. Right. So the economy doesn't fit. So again, bigger picture, now you trickle down. So now you can go to your local grocer and you can get your Thanksgiving dinner made for you. Yeah, that's... So to to me, that's the toppling of tradition. Yeah, but to me, I guess maybe I'm showing my age, but I really enjoy cooking a dinner for my family. And I do mean my whole family. Well, we're traditionalists. Yeah, not my immediate family, but I want everybody to come over. And um, was super excited when I heard we were getting extra guests, you know. So I'm, I'm like, oh, were, okay. And they were ripped out from under Yeah, you. right? <laughs> but even though uh, we were told that they, they weren't coming, I was still planning dinner for the additional people. Right. Just so you know. Yeah, well, In I my s- head, I was I saw like, that oh, from okay, the, we I need saw that from the size of the bird. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got that before I knew they weren't coming. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah, it's uh, the tradition. But anyway, um, a lot of people also are frying turkeys. Now, please mm. listen. Check with your local fire department. Every fire department has um, the, in, the the basic instructions on the safe way to right. fry your turkey. If you're exactly. going to fry your turkey, and uh, the the um, the problem is, is thousands of homes catch fire on Thanksgiving every year yeah. because people are careless and don't follow the proper method of, of doing the deep fried turkey. And the first thing, all right, <clears throat> logic says that if you're going to fry something, deep fry it like that in its own container that requires either propane or Whatever, um, you're going to do it outside, not And they inside. do, but the thing, but the thing no, is, no, no, if the they, grease splatters, then you got grease splattering. If you're near the deck, the deck catches fire, the house catches fire. Yeah, but grease splattering isn't going to cause anything to catch fire if you're outside. How is grease splattering on the deck going to catch it on fire? It happens. Look at the statistics. Uh, well, grease... <laughs> itself only catches fire when it's close to a flammable object 
I don't know. If you watch the videos, <laughs> I'm just the saying. fires are destructive. Watch Logic. the videos. No. Just I, watch the videos. I'm just saying. You know what? Don't deep fry a turkey then if you're but so worried I about don't. it. <laughs> I don't. I can't Have you ever thought about thought brining a turkey? No. I can't stand the thought of doing that. Right. I can't either, but you you'd never thought about brining a turkey? No. Mm-mm. No, why would Not that I'm complaining about the way you do your turkey, but I just heard that brining makes it so much more juicier when it's done. Does it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I would only brine it on pickle juice. <laughs> Ew. Come on now, you're so gross. <laughs> you and your dag burn chicken juice. Chicken I mean, juice? What? What did you just pickle, say? I said chicken juice. <laughs> you said chicken goose. Why? Because you got a no, piece I of ice in juice. your mouth. I said, yeah, well, listen. <laughs> I meant pickle juice. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so be safe if you're going to fry the turkey, please. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is, the fire departments, most fire departments in this country are volunteer, and those volunteers have to leave their families for Thanksgiving because of carelessness on other people's part. So. Right. Just check with your local fire department. They will have a sheet that will tell you exactly how you should do it. Alden Brown, also on his show one year, had what gave you all the safety tips you needed, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and an easy do it yourself with a stepladder type hookup to, you know, lower the turkey uh, from a yeah, safe distance. Yeah. He did a great job with it. Yeah. A great yeah, job I with it. I remember that. So, um, yeah. So Thanksgiving, right around the corner. And that means uh, pie. You're making your homemade pies this week, as long as you can find mincemeat. Oh, I know exactly where the mincemeat is. I would never eat mincemeat. How much time do I have? I would never eat mincemeat until just a couple years ago because I always thought it was a mixture of actual meats. (laughs) I didn't realize it was just minced fruit. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god and it's delicious it's delicious that's it a new is word is delicious delicious yeah delicious so we always have apple mincemeat and pumpkin right the, the trifecta on thanksgiving yes yes you always have a ton of pie left <laughs> yeah so that's why i told you don't because you're usually making like two and three pumpkin two mincemeats an apple yeah no, no not this year and then, like by this year, I'm making one pumpkin. And then Christmas time, one like Christmas Eve, meat. we're still staring at petrified pumpkin pies <laughs> on the counter that are now no, decorations for next Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, Thanksgiving, I'll find that video from Sean Goward. We'll get that put up this week on all the social media, so you can see his preparation tips for Thanksgiving uh, brought to us a couple of years ago. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a quick break here and uh, we'll be back on the other side in about 90 seconds with more, including the Wombat of the Week and some other stupid stories. And then later on on the program, I have an announcement to make and also I'll be talking about a new type of film you can watch and it's typically free. All coming up later on on the program. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back right after this. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. The following conversation is real. It took place on Tuesday, June 8th of 2004 between a Blonde Star advisor and a subscriber. Blonde Star Emergency, this is Steve. Is there an emergency in your vehicle? Oh my God, 
Oh my God! I've locked myself in my car, and the keys are on the outside. Ma'am. Oh my God. Ma'am, I need you to calm down. Okay, it's it's just that the windows are rolled up, and I'm starting to sweat. My keys are on the outside. Now your keys are on the outside of the vehicle. Yes. Oh my God. Now does your car have automatic locks or? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. Here's what I need you to do. Take hold of the inside of your door handle. There. Are you doing this? Um. Oh, the shiny thing. Grab the oh. shiny thing. Uh, okay, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, now give that a tug. Okay. Did it open? Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Okay, now what is that noise? Oh, that's not door alarm. Yeah, but that only happens if the keys are in the ignition, hun. Oh, my God. You know what? Your keys are actually in your ignition. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Blondstar. That's why we're here. Do you need anything else? Blondstar. Always on, because you're always blonde. Welcome back, folks, to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And apparently, 90 seconds later, I bored the living hell out of the lovely Sharon. Listen to this. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so, um, yeah. So, what's coming up? We got a one bad week coming up pretty soon. But you know what? There's been so much stupidity and craziness in the news lately that we could literally forego the one bad of the week and just enjoy an entire segment of idiots. A we don't even need. A whole segment. The wombat. Yeah, the segment. wombat. Yeah, the wombat segment. We could do that. Anyway, so <laughs> there really are that many. As with anything else, and in the technology field, I'm always telling people that any uh, malicious people will find any reason at all to scam people. Sure, <clears throat> and that's the truth. And the pandemic has introduced so much new scam crime, and this one here, uh, anti anti vax mama. So a lady who is an anti vaxer. Uh, is accused of selling 250 fake COVID-19 vaccination cards over Instagram. Oh, my God. Online scams. So, 15 people were charged. Um, this this story is actually a couple weeks old, but relevant. Uh, charged in what Manhattan District Attorney's Office called a fake vaccine card conspiracy. Among those charged is a woman who allegedly sold 250 fake cards on Instagram, believed to be among the first alleged seller of phony vaccine cards charged for the crime in the country. Wow. Because there was a big thing about as soon as the vaccinations started and the vaccination cards came out, right. there was instant um, uh, thought that there was going to be scams involved. Oh, sure, sure. As with anything, there's scams involved. Exactly. Uh, Officials state that 31-year-old Jasmine Clifford sold the forged cards over social media and worked with 27-year-old Nadasia Barkley to fraudulently fraudulently enter at least 10 people into the New York State Immunization Information System database. Say that three times real fast. All right. Um, 13 people who purchased the cards, all of whom are believed to work in frontline and essential employee settings, including hospitals and nursing homes, were also charged. Wow. Um, so Clifford is described as a self-described entrepreneur with several online businesses advertised the fake vaccination cards through her Instagram account at anti Mama. <laughs> Starting in May of 2021, she charged $200 for the fake cards. Wow. Yeah. And she accepted payments through Cash App and Zelle. 
Really? So imagine that. And so, uh, so first of all, a crime is a crime is a crime. But imagine that you're an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. And then you're selling fake cards to other people who are on frontline or essential jobs. Right. That don't want to get vaccinated, but they don't want to lose their jobs. That's a that's a whole separate issue we're not going to get into. Oh, that is definitely. a whole separate definitely. issue. It's not ours to get into. We right. have we have we have very neutral we have very Switzerland opinions yes. of people who do and we don't are, want to get vaxxed. We are Switzerland. We're Switzerland. <laughs> We're Switzerland. So anyway, but you have you sold that. So I do see where they would charge the people who purchased them as well. Oh, sure, You're yeah. a frontline or essential worker. You do and not want to get vaccinated. Intentionally. Yeah, so you could be intentionally infecting people because yes. you don't want to get exactly. vaccinated. Exactly. Again, whole nother thing, and I, and, and I just, fully agree. And with just to George throw, and those people that bought them, right? And to throw a piece of news into the mix, okay? So the vaccination mandate, OSHA has canceled the vaccination mandate for con- for companies of one hundred or more employees to be vaccinated, or if not, test every week, has been put on hold, possibly for good, because it's being reviewed in the courts, and it will go through the whole court system. But FYI, now here's something like a lot of people, especially influencers on social media, call this a major victory. You have to remember, and this is true, it's already been talked about by several lawyers, and this is true. A company of any size can still make that a condition of work, and there's nothing you can do about it legally. Right. You can claim some sort of exemption for religion or medical, and if they want to consider it, they can. Amtrak just last week notified all their people who have religious exemptions that they are on 90-day unpaid leave. What? Effective. I think it was effective tomorrow, I think. Wow, wow. And... so they're saying that, you know, and I, I saw a copy of the memo online and it does say, you know, that they, they do respect their decisions and they also have to respect the health of their in their workforce. Right. right. And so this is what we have to do. And if you decide in that 90 days that you are going to get the vaccine, then, you know, you just contact us and we will start your back to work process. Right. So, you know, again, so there's a company that's saying, okay, but we have to do something different with you. And that may include nine, you know, uh, us whatever time off, sure. without pay. Oh, sure. You know, sure. Um, absolutely. So, depending on how you look at it, you could. It's definitely it could be a victory for the Constitution. Basically, the problem is, is is it violating the Constitution for an administration for a government again right. against this Constitution to force you. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing. The administration said, OSHA, you're going to make this a mandate. Mm-hmm. And so th- basically that's being argued. The fact is, your company can still make their own mandate. And I can tell you, because I work for one such company, many companies are looking at what's going on there, following CDC guidelines, but they also have to look out for their own people. Oh, sure. You know? Listen, we have, uh, you know, we have somebody out with COVID right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, we've been lucky. We've all, you know, it, we, we've had, we haven't had a whole lot of people out for COVID, but we've had pockets 
the whole time. Right. One person here, maybe two people this time. And it's all and it's all for scary reasons, you know. Uh it, it and it, it it's just I'm not going to go over them, but there's some some reasons, some circumstances where you go, wow, you know, and it, sure. and it makes you think how lucky you are, oh, which yeah. is why every time I cough, I put a thermometer against my forehead <laughs> make sure I'm not running the fever. And, you know, the, the funny, not, not ha-ha funny, but the strange thing is now, if you even <clears throat> out in public. Oh, yeah. They'll shoot you. Yeah, They'll yeah. shoot you dead in the street. They will. <laughs> Everybody will turn around, look at you, and if you don't have a mask on, forget about yeah. it. Yeah, because we don't yeah. always. And uh, to be honest with you, I may go back to wearing a mask in stores because it is that season where other things are just floating sure. around. And yeah. the one thing we can say about last year with the tight mask mandates, yeah, we weren't sick last year That's true. with anything, not even a cold. That is true. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, so for that reason alone, I might start. Yeah. I still do in some idea. stores. Yeah. But like, you know, in Wawa, for instance, I'm not, which is weird because that's a smaller. You can't and really socially distance. Yeah, right. So anyway, so she was, she's was. she been charged. I say good. Um, oh, authorities say for an additional $250, Barkley who works at a medical clinic in Patchogue, that's scary, would enter the person's name into the NYSIIS database. So $200 for the card, but if you give me $450, i will personally type your stuff into the system Wow! that says you're vaccinated. That's frightening. I hope they throw the book at her. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I cannot stand people who scam you out of money. Yeah. And and th- this is like a double negative whammy. You're scamming people out of money, mm-hmm. and at the same time, you're also uh, putting them at a liable criminal yeah. risk. Yeah. So that's Absolutely. like that's low. But one could argue, one could that just because she has it out for sale doesn't mean you have to buy it. So that well, that's true, and that's why the people that are buying it are being rounded up and charged as well. Oh, right. That's what yeah. I said. They're complicit as well. Oh, absolutely. That's not. That's not what I'm saying. But you know, um, yeah, absolutely. By Just the because way, because someone sells some doesn't mean you have to buy it. By the way, we have to locate our cards. I know exactly where they are. Which are laminated now. Yes, I and know we where have they to go get our boosters like in about a week. Okay, and they. <laughs> How are they going to put them on our laminated cards? Hopefully, okay. they got the stickers like the military yeah. did. Yeah. Because our first shot was the military, and the second yeah. shot was the pharmacy. Well, yeah. And the first shot, they just had stickers. Here you go. And then we laminate them again. And by the time we're done our 54th booster, the keep laminating, it'll be like two inches thick. <laughs> Can I see your card, please? Sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway. So, uh, yes, that was not the Wombat of the Week, but we can move into the Wombat of the Week now if you'd like. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Yes. Let's do it. Uh, so, if it's not bad enough out there with people just hating on everybody, a customer opens fire to Papa John's because his pizza wasn't ready. What? Now, I mean, I went to pick up our Papa John's the other night, and mine wasn't quite ready. 
Okay, so did you fire? Was that I didn't you? No, that's Utah cops. And that you I didn't picked mine up in town. <laughs> I picked mine up in town. <laughs> did you drive to Utah? Yes, from Delaware to Utah. Yes. Okay. For, uh, between four thirty and five in the afternoon. Good. <laughs> A 32-year-old man accused of shooting at a Utah Papa's John store multiple times because his pizza order was delayed, according to police and multiple outlets. Wow. Police say Paul Fercasso and another man walked into the pizza shop in Draper, Utah, around 7 p.m. on Sunday. They ordered a pizza by phone, but the employee told them that the system was down, so the pizza was not ready. But the worker said that they could place a new order while they were in the store. Both men became very upset and refused to leave until the employee called the police. One man was seen riding a white and blue dirt bike, and the other had a skateboard. Police <laughs> say the two men returned around 8.45 p.m. Fercasa was accused of firing about five or six bullets at the storefront. Glass shattered and struck one employee in the face. There were three workers at the restaurant during the time of the incident. An employee heard a dirt bike after the shooting and told police they thought the rider was the upset man who had been in the store earlier. Police said they saw the two men in, in an open garage next to the dirt bike, which matched the description for the Papa John's employee. Folks, you do not fire shots <laughs> into at a, a Papa John's <laughs> at a pizza place because your pizza wasn't ready. Okay, I, it's yeah, that's dumb. You could tell that they're young kids. Obviously, young doesn't punks. say. What are you oops, doing getting oops, calls? Oops, oops. This is sorry. my time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is my time. It's your time. It is my time. It's, it it's is, actually, it's their time. It is well, my time, I'm but sorry. it's their time. My time is 24-7. I do 24/7. apologize. My time is 24-7. I have to step okay, away Okay, so. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So, it, you know, we have, a, we have a big enough problem in this country with people and guns and idiots and dummies and we have enough controversy about gun laws, and then you have idiots that do this. Um, so both men were detained and tested for gunshot residue, so there was an open and shut case. And um, the shell key casings at the scene matched the gun found in his car. So they're charging with disarming a firearm and aggravated assault. I'm charging him with being the wombat of the week. So, um, folks, please, please, you've got to not be idiots. And hopefully most people aren't. I don't know what drives somebody's psyche to get upset over something like this to the point where you have to uh, thank God nobody was killed, first of all. I mean, thank God nobody was killed. But... What drives you to get so upset over a freaking pizza pie not being ready that you have to come back later in the evening and and pop off gunshots at the business? You know, now they have to make repairs. You know, besides the fact that now you're being charged, okay? Um, and you are... Um, and now you've caused undue repairs and insurance expenses and now probably higher insurance for that store owner, you know, and it, it it's just plain stupidity. And for that part, for Casso and his buddy, who's not named, you're both wombats of the week. And I hope, again, I, I hope they throw the book at you, you know. 
um, we can't let people get away with this. And, you know, uh, there could be some other related reasons why people's psyches are all messed up. Hi, honey, I'm back. I see that. <laughs> and, um, but anyway, I was just, I was finishing up the Wombat thing saying oh, that, Oh, yeah. Know, I don't understand why somebody would just, you know, decide to fire shots at a business because they're mad at, like, who gets mad that mad about a pizza pie? Right? I'll tell you what, next time we decide to have frozen pizzas from Schwann and it's not on the table when I get home, you better watch out. Yeah? <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. I've that's, got to, that's crazy, though. I've got to say it, so I will say it now. If you want to participate in the Wombat of the Week, if you're a new listener, there's an easy way to do it. All you need to do is send us the link to a news story that's verifiable, verifiable real news story of stupid people doing stupid things. And you can send it to us at our email at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or you can send it to us at Facebook at JM Talk. Just send it exactly. to us in a DM. Yep. And we will put it in the list of the ever growing list of uh, wombats of yeah. the week. <laughs> <clears throat> My throat is starting to get choppy and I have a whole yeah. other segment to do. Wow. So I'm going to apologize again. No, it's just the, it's just the doorbell. I, mean, it's just I the know, cameras. I know, but we. I I was thinking about this. That's the fourth time it went off, and I was yeah. like, we're gonna need to start keeping our watches and our phones and everything, everything. out of the studio, out of, right? So people don't but get I bugged do by But I do apologize our... for that interruption, but it was a very important call. I'm sure it was. I'm sure every call is very important to me. <laughs> <laughs> How come you don't answer when I call? Um. 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 <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, um, I think we reached the unfortunate part of the show where mm-hmm. you have to go play with your cricket, which I, I thought when I first saw, um, because of the lack of the K, I thought it was called cry cut. So did I. And I was thinking, I really oh, did. Did you, <clears throat> did you really? I really did. Because I thought that's I was, what I was calling. I it. thought I was going to have to start talking British. Yeah. You have a cry cut. Well, no, that's Australian. You have a croy cut. But because there's no K. But it's some amazing system. You, she's made some amazing things. And I guess you're going to go play with your cry cut some more. Yes. So you can cry while you cut. Yay. So this is the part of the show where you get to say, not me, but you, you get to say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. And there it is in stereo. <laughs> So she takes her leave. Uh, I want to remind everybody, coming up in the last segment of the show, you and me, uh, I have an announcement I want to make. I want to let everybody know what's coming up here on the network. Uh, Some of it anyway. There's actually a couple announcements, but we're only going to let one out of the bag today. And also, um, I'm going to be talking about a new thing I found uh, to do, which is amazing. And it's amazing for people who like to waste time on YouTube or people who like horror movies especially, or at least in this case that I'm going to talk about. Anyway, uh, so stay here for that, and uh, we will be back with more after one more quick break, and then I'll be back with you right after this. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. 
You can say how are you or get a fake tattoo You can ask with the app if it works for you You could chat on the game, kick off your flip-flops You can ask on your couch while you binge watch Whatever, whatever, whatever you Reach out to a friend about their mental health Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland this is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back, everybody, to the Joe Mahalo Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And it is part three of the program where the lovely Sharon has departed to go work on cricket stuff. Uh, and uh, if you know what that is, then you know. And if you don't, it's actually some pretty cool stuff. She's doing some really cool stuff with it. But she's departed. She's gone her way. I'm going to sit here and stay with you. And uh, we're going to wrap this whole episode up. I'm going to apologize again. I don't know how many times I've done this uh, to everybody. Not even, not even just you on the program, but everybody. I, you know, I got a cold about a week ago, and the lovely Sharon had it. And they don't, you know, the change in weather does this all the time. And the problem with the weather, at least here in the Mid Atlantic states, and I don't know, maybe it's different for you guys, but it goes from like summer to winter in about five and a half minutes you know we get we get a little bit of fall and you're like oh man and fall typically all my life has been my favorite time of year but fall now is it's it's like not really it's not existent it's not really there right it's like it goes by in a minute or two you get a little bit of fall weather and then the temperature next thing you know the temperatures are way up you know, you go 40 to 70 degrees in one day. And then you're in 70s and 60s and you're like, you know, when you're moving around and you're going outside, you're not you're not going to wear the, the jacket from when it was 50. So you take it off. It's nice outside, right? But you know, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. We still get sick. The change of weather still does something. And it does not matter. And the first time I saw this for real is when we traveled to uh, Miami Beach by car. And we did it over two days, day and a half. And when we left home to go down there, it was, I think, nine degrees here. It was in uh, early March, first week of March. And we were having a cold snap. Oh, I remember this year. It was so cold. It was so, so cold. And we went, uh, as we were going down, you know, we stayed at a, at a hotel in, I want to say North Carolina. And, you know, now it was like in the 50s, you know, you take the outer coat on, but you leave the sweatshirt on, you know what I mean? So you're basically shedding clothes as you're heading south. And then the, the next night we were we hit Miami Beach and we stayed at the hotel we got there about 10 o'clock at night and it's like 86 degrees and so humid. You're like sweltering. 
And so now you're dressed for that. The next day we go on the cruise, and day two of the cruise, uh, you know, the lovely Sharon and I were sick. It's just amazing to see how that change of weather goes to show you you really don't know what's going on in your body. Like, obviously, if a change in weather for a day or two does this to me or to you or to whoever, we've obviously had something going on in our systems, right? Something's going on in there and just waiting to come out, you know, just waiting to just burst out of there. And anyway, there you go. Changing weather, kicking my ass. So I feel good. I'm over. I I feel better. I'm still taking a like decongestion liquid because, and then I still have these problems. Like, and I'm recording this part of the program in the evening. And really, you when you have a cold, doesn't your doesn't everything get worse in the evening? You know your your voice gets worse. Well, and if if you're sick with like a flu or something, and you have fevers, which I didn't have, I in fact, and I tested negative for COVID, but it, I check like several times a day to make sure I don't start developing a fever when I'm sick. But when you have a fever, the fever gets worse at night, and the cough gets worse at night, and the dry throat gets worse at night. It's like, yeah, it's the worst part of the day when you're sick. All that to say to you, please forgive the way my voice sounds differently. And I'm hoping it gets healed. Because here's some news for you. You know, we're, we're like a little past the midpoint of November, heading for Thanksgiving next week. And the lovely Sharon and I have to get producing on the annual Christmas show. Yes, it's on. I don't have dates for you. But you, so you know the annual Christmas show, two hours long, will air this year on affiliate networks. Now, we're working on the list of affiliate networks, and then the affiliate networks will also get us our times, our dates and times of airing. So if you're new to the show since last holiday, um, it's a project-style Christmas presentation. Um, It's a lot of fun. We get most of our positive feedback every year comes from this broadcast you have to listen to it on an affiliate station when it airs and that's because we're playing music we're playing christmas music and it doesn't matter how old it is my goodness it's like the copyright on christmas music is never going to run out which is fine but because of that we cannot post it as a podcast so it's important to stay tuned to the website and all of our social media for when we release the dates and times of the Christmas program this year. The working title and probably this the title when it's all finished, but the, <laughs> the working title, I just love saying that, the working title, the working title of the program is A Very Merry Christmas. So stay tuned for details on that. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to bring up. Now, I know I just reviewed some horror movies last week. So I hope you're a horror fan or just a fan of movies. Um, But I wanted to talk about um, a film that I watched. It was an hour long. And it was a fan film. Now, you know, uh, 
the people who know me as far as horror goes know that I like watching these short horror films and uh, on YouTube or on Reddit and they're amazing. Two minutes, 10 minutes, some of them are 20 minutes, you know, I call them short horror films and they're some of the best pieces, they're some of the best uh, things that you can watch if you like horror. They're so original and the tale was told so quickly. It's the it's like the visual equivalent of hearing a really good ghost story, like we used to tell around a campfire. And this has been my go-to in my spare time. Pop it up on the tablet or the phone. And once upon a time, um, there are two words for you, fan fiction. Fan fiction was when people wrote stories fans would write stories that had something to do with something else uh we you know you saw a lot of fan fiction in uh pro wrestling you saw a lot of fan, there's a lot of fan fiction around star trek there's a lot of fan fiction around star wars and very talented people they would write they would do rpg style games which is all fan fiction to the point where some a lot of people would write fan fiction they would write novels and publish them and become very popular publishing fan fiction i mean captain kirk william shatner wrote uh star trek fan fiction novels and that's what fan fiction was well i stumbled on something else called fan films now watched one that was one hour I watched another one too, which was one hour, but I'm not ready to talk about that one yet. Another show. Um, but I watched one last week. And uh, so this is where someone takes a, you know, they, they, they get their inspiration from a subject, right? And in this case, it was Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th. So I watched a Friday the 13th fan film. Okay. And uh, I got to tell you, I was like, I was just blown away. And because I watched that, it has, it's leading to more. Like I, it's like getting lost on Reddit. You know what I mean? So um, I want to talk about this one. Jason Rising, a Friday the 13th fan film. Okay. This movie directed by James Sweet. What an amazing movie. Now, I don't, I don't want to give away any spoilers and like, and I'm going to try really hard not to because if you like Friday the 13th and you know a lot of the Friday the 13th everyone knows how I feel about um, the Friday the 13th movies as they got further in the sequels and Halloween I feel the same way about them it was like you know not really a stop because you know they're going to do it but they get campier and they get cheesier and they, they start straying away from the origin so let me tell you about Jason Risen. Jason Risen is direct origin. It is di- it, it 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 goes right to the origin. It it pl- pays homage tightly to the origin story. Okay? And that's the first and most important thing you need to know. Because if you and and I've had this like I saw the trailer um a long time ago and I was I was watching the trailer on their YouTube page and I 
uh, subscribed and liked the YouTube page because I wanted to make sure when it was released, it was released on YouTube that I had it bookmarked in such a way so I can watch this. The trailer was amazing. And then, you know, we get busy. Life gets in the way, right? Life happens. Isn't that what the old song said? The old country song from like the 90s or early 2000s? Life happens. And I stumbled upon it last week, had some free time over the weekend, and I and I said, you know what? I'm going to watch this. And I recruited my son-in-law to watch it with me. We projected it up onto the big screen. And it was amazing. An amazing hour. You know, so <clears throat> let me break a few things down because, you know, obviously I'll run out of time at some point. But I don't want to give away any spoilers about the actual story. Okay? So let's talk about it as a film. You know, one of the things that bothers me the most about Hollywood is that the originality is gone. Okay, the originality is completely gone. We get reboots and remakes and reduxes and, you know, they need to go back and get re-educated on how to come up with stories or they need to find some fresh talent. Why people who make fan films and short films are not getting bigger distribution or more money to expand on their products it just boggles my mind this was a 57 minute film and go back and listen to show 153 listen to my review on Halloween Kills okay and I'm telling you right now Jason Rising for 57 minutes is just amazing you know, compared to something like Halloween Kills or the last Jason Friday the 13th movie, the quality of the film was great. And you know what else? I've seen bad acting in short films. And again, I'm just now getting into fan films, okay? I still keep a short film and fan film in two separate categories. And I told you why. Fan films, they take a subject matter and they build fan fiction around it. And the filmmaking in this, I mean, the acting was really, really good. The cinematography, I, I, I don't know. You can, you can just ask my granddaughter, and my son-in-law, how many times I said during that movie, the cinematography is just fantastic. Um, the sound, like all the people that went into making this movie, I'm telling you could take on a Hollywood team at any time. And so the acting, very, very good. And I don't want to spoil anything. But you know what? If you're a real fan, and I mean a real fan, of the Friday the 13th original part one, part two, you know, part three, before it started getting crazy, I'm telling you, you're going to want to see this, okay? I really want to tell you this big secret, this big reveal, if you haven't seen it. But then at the same time, I don't want to tell you. But there's some, there's two surprises in it. There's two surprises in it. I don't want to ruin it for you. 
but you know the acting was good the storyline was good and what i liked was they did their own story okay it wasn't your typical here we go with the camp again okay the campground is involved okay but remember go back to what i said they've paid some great homage to the origin story so they took their own idea they wrote their own script but they really really put the origin in there so you didn't feel like this was like the 23rd installment you know you really felt like this was um original you can tell that the idea is original the writing the screenplay writing outstanding now imdb gave this a 6.6 out of 10 i think they might have gotten ripped a little bit you know i think they might have gotten ripped a little bit um but you know the some of the user reviews i mean you know are 10 out of 10 i mean you know the people that actually sat down and watch us not so much the critics you know i don't know how people like imdb score this stuff i like to read what other people like me are saying they're watching it what they're saying and they've got some definitive 10 out of 10 uh peer reviews or um actual watcher reviews and that's the thing and i think that if you're really if you if you love the heart and soul of the friday the 13th series then you're really going to enjoy this film jason risen it's a friday the 13th fan film okay now i'm going to have the link to the youtube in the show notes okay so i really encourage you if you have an hour seriously check this movie out especially if you're into horror especially if you're into friday the 13th this is not your typical campy um the jason Voorhees story okay so my hat is off to the entire team um and i uh, just want to give them a really big shout out i think they they really went really well with this and like i said this watching this has you know like anything else on the internet it's the the ais are saying oh look he's watching this let's introduce him to some more fan films in horror so i'm getting a lot of horror fan films now uh being suggested to me and i just feel like i hit some sort of jackpot and i've got a long weekend coming up for thanksgiving (laughs) and vacation next month so i feel like i'm going to be able to enjoy some of this fan 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 film stuff my voice is completely trash thanks for sticking with me through this i'm going to get out of here and get something for my throat i want to thank everybody for listening to the joel mahalik show featuring the lovely sharon visit us online at www.jmtalk.net also on social media tiktok and facebook at jm talk instagram and twitter at jm talk radio stop by because we're starting to put some stuff up on tiktok you know we're, we're we're trying to become more active so stop by and see us there uh take care everybody uh we will uh be doing thanksgiving this week so everybody have a really really good happy thanksgiving uh eat whatever you want and deal with the consequences the next day we'll catch you next time folks bye-bye
Are you ready for some more Joel Mahalik show? I'd better not. Uh, I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. I have the irrefutable proof that the earth is not flat. Here it is. If the earth was flat, don't you think cats would be on the edge of it knocking off? A new episode every Sunday at joelmahalik.com.